Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am the host of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. No matter where you are in the world, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts. As always, we have a great show for you today. Now here are our topics. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Once again, I am your host, Desmond Price. For today's episode, we're going to be touching on a few different topics that have been going on since we last spoke with each other last week. For one, I'm going to start off by telling you a little bit more about myself. Who am I? Why am I doing this? What I believe in? So on and so forth. As well as touching on the drama between Hillary Clinton and her remarks about Bernie Sanders. As well as the dispute that's going on between Bernie and Biden over the allegation of Bernie calling Biden corrupt. So stick around. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of Independent Thought. I thought it was important today to get back to the roots a little bit and talk about what exactly is the reason why I'm doing this. So Independent Thought is just a manifestation of all of the collective frustration that I've had watching the news the last few years. I have to say that as a person, I am in my late 20s. I just started watching politics, I would probably say somewhere in my early to mid-20s, around the time of the 2012 election. And I felt at the time when I was a young 20-something, watching the Obama-Romney election, I felt a little disillusioned with politics because I felt like while I liked Obama from a personality standpoint, I just never felt like he really was addressing the issues that affected my life. You know, maybe I could have been wrong. Maybe I could have been naive at the time, but nothing really resonated with me. Now, fast forward to 2015, late 2015, I noticed the rise of Bernie Sanders' campaign. And it was that time when I was about, you know, right around 25 years old, that I felt as though this guy finally speaks to the things that I feel like need to be addressed in politics. And I couldn't help but watch his primary campaign be absolutely just, well, attempted to be decimated by the mainstream media. I remember watching MSNBC and CNN and people of their kind just dismiss him, just talk about how he couldn't win, about how he had no chance, about how he was unrealistic, and so on and so forth. And I feel as though he tr- they tried to disillusion the country into thinking that more so than you know the average everyday person. Because I feel like a lot of people were really resonating, as well as I was, with Bernie's message. But the mainstream media tried very hard to convince people that what he wanted to do just could never happen. And it made me just really realize what kind of network was being run at CNN and MSNBC. So obviously we know what happened after that. Hillary Clinton lost Donald Trump and the mainstream media turned their focus onto him. Now they spent the last couple of years talking about Trump, sometimes in adequate fashion, sometimes in inadequate fashion. I mean, I feel when it comes to Trump, the mainstream media sometimes focuses on the wrong issues. Like, not that Trump 
not that the issues that they're focusing on with Trump are wrong, but just not the correct issues to be addressing in the moment. Like we all know that Trump is corrupt. I don't think that we really need to hammer that home anymore. You know, he's not some glorious person who, you know, told everyone that he wasn't a politician, which is why he'd be great for D.C. He's actually more of a politician than politicians in D.C. already were. I mean, the man has honestly no shame. I really believe that. And I know that it's a little confusing to be attacking a Republican while I call myself an independent thought. You'd think I'd be in the middle of this, but, you know... I have no real issues with coming after corruption when I see it. I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican. But I'll touch on that a little bit here in a second. So with Trump, I just feel as though the mainstream media is just constantly going after him for the wrong reasons. And so watching this primary season begin now, back in, you know, a few months ago in 2019, I felt like I was seeing a repeat of 2016 all over again where the media was basically coming after progressive candidates like Bernie, like Elizabeth Warren, like Tulsi Gabbard, like Andrew Yang, and just not giving them the time of day, distorting their perceptions, just trying to make the people believe that candidates like that have no chance, or putting up wrong pictures of Andrew Yang on TV, or trying to say that they just, I mean, not even like putting their graphics online whenever they were showing new campaign, or like new fundraising stats. It was just a mess. And more and more, I was sitting here watching all this unfold, and I just felt to myself, like, I just wish that somebody would just say something about all of this. And then I realized that in this age of 2019, 2020, that there was no reason why I couldn't be that person. I mean, who am I? No one's special. That's the whole point. I'm an everyday person, just like everyone listening to this right now. I am no one special, but I feel as though if we come together and we all call out bullshit when we see it, we'll all be better off for it. So I'm doing my part here with this podcast. I am going to be reacting to the news as it happens over the course of this election year, and I'll be calling out things that I think are cool, and I'll be calling out bullshit when I see bullshit. And I just feel as though when we all come together and we collectively stand up and talk about things, we'll all be better off for it. One of the biggest lies that's been told in our history as Americans is that we shouldn't talk about religion or politics. That's just a one trope that goes back in society for decades now. And I feel as though it is when we do that, that the problems fester to the level that they have. Because when we don't talk about politics, when we don't engage with people, when we don't view, listen, you know, view our opinions, when we don't cite our reasons for differences, then we have this climate that we have now where everyone just keeps everything to themselves and just bottles up till it explodes and then people just are yelling at each other versus having natural discourse. So that's what I hope to have here today and every other episode going forward is just a discourse, just me expressing my feelings about what's going on. If you feel similarly to me, that's great. If you don't, that's great as well. I welcome everyone to message me on Independent Thought on Twitter. That's at I-N-D-E Thought. You can message me privately or publicly, whichever you prefer, and we can talk about anything that you would like to. In regards to what I'm addressing here on this show, I welcome any conversation, so don't be afraid. Now, with that being said, on our next segment, I'm going to be addressing some of the stuff that happened in the last couple of days. Primarily, first, we'll be talking about Hillary Clinton, 
and her remarks against Bernie Sanders. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at Betty'sDivine.com. All right, everyone, for our second segment today, we are talking about what happened between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. So Hillary Clinton right now is going around promoting her new Hulu documentary. And during the, doc- during the interview for the documentary, she was asked about Bernie Sanders. And she said this, and I'll quote here. She said, quote, nobody likes him. He had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. He was a career politician. It's all just baloney. And I feel so bad that people got sucked into it. End quote. Wow. So let's just, let's just start off by saying the most obvious thing here. What is the point of this? You know, like, like what is the point of this? Okay. So I'll tell you what I'm assuming the point of it is because I don't actually know for sure. I'm not a psychic, not a mind reader, but let's just say that Bernie's correct about one thing. The political establishment looks at him as an existential threat. Now he's always said that the corporate, that the political establishment, as far as Democrats are concerned, were consolidated around what he called like establishment Democrats, like Joe Biden, like Hillary Clinton, So now what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, what we've seen is a combination of things here that would lead you to believe that this is a coordinated attack. So in the last couple of weeks, Bernie has been rising to the head of national polls and to state polls in the early states. 
and in California in a couple of cases, which is the one of the, which is the biggest Super Tuesday state, the biggest day period. Now, since then, we've seen Elizabeth Warren come out and say that she thought that Bernie thought that a woman couldn't win per a conversation they had over a year ago, that she just happened to be sitting on this conversation for over a year and decided to bring it out just now. And meanwhile, Joe Biden is now coming out and accusing Bernie of calling him corrupt, as well as you have Hillary Clinton now taking these jabs at him, saying what she said. It seems as though the establishment is doing everything it can right now to discredit Bernie Sanders. And whether you're a fan of him or not, it does seem a little strange because it almost feels like a repeat of 2016, where at this moment in time, the Republican Party was realizing that Donald Trump was actually a serious threat and not some joke. And when they were doing everything they could to attack Trump, it almost feels like a lifetime ago because now the Republican Party is now completely coalesced around Donald Trump and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But you might forget that at one point they were doing everything they literally could to say that Trump wasn't a Republican, that he wasn't good for the country, that he was a terrible person, so on and so forth. And it actually just made Trump's support increase. Strange phenomenon. But maybe the Democrats are a little slow to the, you know, slow to the party because they don't seem to realize that what they're doing right now might have a similar effect around Bernie. Because maybe, just maybe, the American people don't want someone who's a traditional Democrat. Like the, like the Republican base didn't want someone who's a traditional Republican. Maybe people don't want traditional politicians. But I digress. Let's get back to the Hillary topic really quick. Because what we have here is Hillary talking about how nobody likes Bernie. Which seems a little strange, seeing as how national polls, polls that the establishment loves to talk about, have Bernie Sanders being the most liked senator in the country, at over like 60% favorability. Meanwhile, a recent poll just put Hillary Clinton's favorability in the mid-30s. Guess she's dropped off a little bit. Now... I'll just say, just for reference sake, that I did not vote for Hillary Clinton in the 2016 primaries. I voted for Bernie Sanders. So it might seem like I'm a little biased, but let's be honest to every conversation ever going forward and the one that we're having currently. No one is unbiased. It's not possible. (laughs) Unless you're writing an objective research paper, and even then you're probably going to find some bias in there. So yes, I am a little biased. And I'm not afraid to say that, because whoever tells you that they're not biased is most likely lying to you. Let's just be fair. So let's keep in mind here that I already don't like Hillary. So if you do and you feel like I'm being a little unfair, you're right. I am being unfair and I'm not mad about it. So with that being said, here's my issue that I have here. Whether you like Hillary or not, here's the problem with this. What is the point of this? Like, who does this help? Because she went on later to say, that she wasn't even sure that she would support Bernie if he came out to be the nominee. Now, let's talk about all the things that are wrong with this entire issue right now. For one, whether it was 2016 run or right now, all anyone could ever ask Bernie Sanders was, if you lose, would you support the nominee? 
At that time, it was Hillary. At this time, it would be whoever the nominee would be. Bernie has always come out and said yes. And in 2016, after he lost to Hillary Clinton, he did over 40 rallies for this woman. He went out and rallied for her over 40 times. Now, how do you square that? How do you see that? And you yourself say that you can't even bring yourself to even endorse him? Like, we're not asking anyone to rally for him. She wouldn't even come on the airwaves and say that she endorsed him. How pathetic is that, Hillary Clinton? A man who you may have disagreed with, who may have said nasty things about you, but when push came to shove, when it was time to defeat Donald Trump, did everything he literally could to help you out. And now you're going to come out years later and you're still going to have nasty things to say about him? That's just petty. Like, let's say you actually do feel that way. I'm not mad at you for feeling that way. Your feelings are your feelings. It's what you do with your feelings that's the issue. And you chose to do this. You chose to come on national TV a couple weeks before the primaries and try to discredit this guy for a grudge that you're holding from years ago. Would you blame him for the reason you lost Donald Trump? Maybe you should have found Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania on a map and spent more times there. I mean, you lost those three states by a combined, what, 80,000 votes? Maybe if you were a better politician, so many people wouldn't have stayed home in 2016. But we're digressing again, aren't we? The problem with this is that all it does is help Donald Trump. And after years of Hillary talking about how dangerous he is, about how much of a threat he is, about how he does not deserve to be president, how he is just a corrupt leader. At the time where it matters most, where the Democratic Party should be united against Donald Trump, phantoms of the past, like Hillary Clinton, are trying to come back and tell people, hey, nobody likes Bernie, trying to essentially divide our party in and of itself and then go on to say that she wouldn't endorse him or that she's not sure that she would endorse him. I mean, who do you plan on endorsing then? Trump? After everything you've said about him? Hillary Clinton, at the end of the day, now obviously it's just my opinion for those who are always quick to point out that it's my opinion. This is just my opinion. Hillary Clinton is the textbook definition of what is wrong with Washington. Just a politician who is so caught up with how things didn't go right for her, that she feels like she needs to lash out and she doesn't care about what happens to the party. It's just, it's a sad thing to see. And I hope that more people will recognize it for what it is. It's just a petty attack on a, on a candidate who is relevant now. And she's probably a little bit jealous that she's not running in this race because she feels like she had that election stolen from her. But at the end of the day, the only person who stole the election from Hillary Clinton in 2016 was Hillary Clinton. And maybe when she realizes that, she can finally have some peace. In our final segment today, I'm going to be talking about Bernie's ad that he leveled against Biden for Social Security Medicare and Medicaid. So recently, Bernie Sanders came out with an ad where he was providing a clip 
of where Biden was speaking, talking about how he was going to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Now, really quickly, I'm going to play that ad for you, just so I don't have to mince words at all here. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans, but I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Well, we've got some bad news for them. We are not going to cut Social Security. We're going to expand this. So that was the ad, basically, that Bernie put out about Joe Biden. Now, since then... Bernie, for whatever reason, has come out and apologized for calling Joe Biden corrupt. Not sure why he felt the need to do that. But let's talk about this issue really quick. Because the one thing that I will say about, it's been a little bit strange about this primary season so far, is that Joe Biden has remained relatively untouched since Kamala Harris went after him in the very first debate about busing which was a very strange topic to go after him on. So right now we have a front runner who anyone who's watched these debates can tell that this man is not ready to face Donald Trump. Let's, let's not go on the issues just yet. Let's just talk about just like the person himself. Has anyone who's watched these debates actually thought to themselves that Joe Biden is the kind of candidate who would be able to go one-on-one -on -one with Trump in a debate fashion? I do not. I really don't. Joe Biden does not have it anymore. You know, it, it is obvious to me that when you listen to him, that he's lost a little bit. And who can blame the guy? The guy is pushing 80 years old. I know Bernie is as well, but everyone's health declines at different rates as you get older. And it just feels to me that Joe Biden is just a little just mentally not as sharp as he used to be. And that comes with old age. I honestly feel like he just probably shouldn't be in this race. He doesn't have the mental stamina to keep up with the necessary factors of being in a race like this. But let's just get on to the issues itself. Because whether or not you believe he has a stamina for this, let's just talk about his positions. Now, Biden has rock-solid support in the polls from what we've been seeing over this entire primary season. His consistency has been relative to Bernie's. Now, you can say that, that is the case for any number of reasons, but the numbers are the numbers, and the numbers are all we have right now. So what we see is that Joe Biden has had consistent support across nationally in a lot of these early states, and especially with the African-American vote. So... Why is it that people aren't really taking shots at him? It makes no sense to me. Whenever Pete Buttigieg would rise up in the polls, people would take shots at him. When Elizabeth Warren would rise in the polls, people took shots at her. When Bernie rose in the polls, people took shots at him. When Kamala Harris rose briefly, Tulsa took a shot at her, and she fell and never got back up. So why is it that people aren't really taking shots at Joe Biden? Bernie... All he would do is talk about Joe Biden's vote in the Iraq war. And that's it. Until now. My question is, why wait until now? Why not address these things sooner? I don't know. I'm not a political strategist. Maybe there is a good 
political reason for waiting until now to make this attack, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me to wait until you know now to do so. Either way, Joe Biden is on the record saying that he would cut Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare, something that we originally thought was just a Republican talking point. The question really becomes, what exactly is the appeal for Joe Biden? Is it honestly just electability? Are we just coalescing around Joe Biden because we believe that he can beat Donald Trump on name recognition? Is that really his draw? Is that really his appeal? Because policy-wise, there isn't really anything to vote for here. He doesn't want to change anything. And I feel like people don't really go into elections thinking to themselves, yeah, nothing's wrong. Let's just keep everything the way it is. No one has ever said that about the country. Except for the very rich. Besides the very rich, no one thinks to themselves, yeah, America's perfect right now. Let's just keep everything the way it is. And that's basically who Joe Biden is as a candidate. He has no real specific changes he wants to make other than adding a public option to the Affordable Care Act. So, the question is, was Bernie out of bounds for pointing this out? Obviously not. Obviously not. I wish that he would go further. Now, obviously, Bernie has said that he doesn't like running negative attack ads. He doesn't like doing, you know, just like attacks on other candidates. He just likes to talk about the issues themselves. And obviously, who can argue against him? Because his approach has been working, obviously. Even though people like myself wish he would be a little more demonstrative in pointing out his differences with his opponents. I wish that someone would bring up Joe Biden's push for the bankruptcy bill and how that affects millions of people today, especially people who have student loans and how student loans are crippling the younger Americans in this country right now. And you can't even get rid of them if you declare bankruptcy thanks to a bankruptcy bill that was headed up by Joe Biden. I mean, do Joe Biden supporters know that? It's just, it's just questions that need to be answered. But I fear as though that most people who do say that they would vote for Joe Biden are the same people who only get their information exclusively from the mainstream media. And the mainstream media has no real desire to tell you the entire story because that's really not going to help them out. Like, their job is to promote the establishment candidates above everything at all costs. And so what you will see from here on out is nothing but the mainstream media attacking anyone who attacks their candidates. And that is our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again so much for listening to Independent Thought. Indie Thought can be found on Twitter at I-N-D-E Thought, Independent Thought. Please rate us, review us, give us five stars wherever you find your podcast. Do not give us four stars because if you give us a four star, I'm inclined to believe that you are a hater. So don't hate. So before we end the show here today, I just want to give a quick shout out to those of you who have briefly touched base with me on Twitter. I will say that we are a brand new podcast. 
So, you know, this is our fifth episode. And so far, we have, before I created this episode, our first four episodes, we were at 50 downloads, which I am extremely happy about. I didn't think that anyone really cared about listening to what I had to say. So I appreciate those of you who have checked in with me. Even though it's a relatively small number, it's a really big number to me. I'm very impressed by it. I thank all of you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. Now, I had a couple conversations with some people on Twitter. I just wanted to address them really quickly before we end the show for today. Um, first, with Bebop Space Cowgirl, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my episode and giving me your thoughts on it. I also had another person who gave me their thoughts who wishes to remain anonymous. I will respect you, but let you know, sir, that even though you are across the pond, I do appreciate the fact that you took the time to listen to my episode. Now, my third person I spoke with was someone by the name of Amy Smith at Fire Heather. You spoke with me about your feelings on my previous episode where I covered whether or not the impeachment trial was necessarily an important thing or not, and we kind of disagreed on that. I will tell you that I told you that I would give you my response in the next episode, which would have been this episode, and I kind of ran out of time, so I do apologize, but I will definitely give you my response at the very top of the next episode. I hope you're not upset. And finally... I did have someone by the name of Amelia respond to me on Twitter, and they disagreed with my take on the Bernie Elizabeth Warren feud, and then she went ahead and blocked me afterwards. Now, it's kind of a shame that she went and did that. I will just say this, I'm sure she's not listening, but to anybody in the future, if you feel as though that something that I've said on here offends you in some kind of way, feel free to just message me and let's have a conversation about it. I don't try to be an asshole. I don't try to really offend people. And I'm not afraid to have an open discourse with anyone. So if you do have something that you disagree with me on, I am not an aggressive person. You can definitely message me and let's have a conversation about it. I'm sure we can find some middle ground or at least find a way to hear each other's points out and agree or disagree. You know, I think that we need more civility in our politics. And I'm going to embrace that by opening up the discussions to anyone and everyone who approaches me. With that being said, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And I will have a new episode out here in a day or two.